Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soapbox Stand-Up. My name is Lucas Muller, and it's Monday, April 25th. Real Salt Lake are coming off a historically rough week, where last Sunday they lost 6-0 to NYCFC. On Wednesday, they lost 1-0 to the Northern Colorado Hailstorm in the U.S. Open Cup. And then they rounded off the week with a decent result by getting a 0-0 draw with Portland at Providence Park. If you've been paying attention to Arsenal in the last week, you know a lot of people are upset about those string of results, particularly NYC FC loss and the Open Cup loss. Um, I, I don't want to dive in too much to that other than saying those frustrations are valid. These are terrible, terrible results. Um, it's good to see them bounce back and get a draw on the road. A draw on the road in MLS is generally a good result. I also don't want that draw to be seen as, oh, everything is fine. Those two, um, those two losses were simply anomalies because I think it pointed issues we've seen in this team all season, going into last season. Um, and the fact of the matter is we are getting very close to the end of the transfer window when we were told time and time again that we would be getting uh, signing, a signing, multiple signing. Uh, it's changed a few times. But it was strongly implied that at least one or two DPs would come this window, maybe more in the summer. Uh, I think it's very concerning that we're close to the window and nothing has been done. This time next week, that could all all turn around, but um, worth acknowledging that RSL uh, needs some backup, needs some, some reinforcements, and that has not happened as of yet. Uh, going back to last Sunday, uh, RSL was away to NYCFC. They played at uh, Yankee Stadium where they dropped uh, 6-0 to, to level their worst ever loss in team history. Um, quite a few errors just all over the field. McMath had a couple of big errors. Tate Schmidt uh, really got beat time and time again. I think Schmidt, Schmidt is a good player. He's not a left back. Um, we've always known this about him. Uh, when He was at his best under Hamasin Olave. He was... Um, more of a, a wing back. Uh, traditionally, he's been a left winger. Um, and I think in Pablo's system, when there's a three-man back, he's decent, but he is not he's not great defensively. And um, he was certainly involved in a couple of those goals. And you could tell that NYC was pressuring his side, uh, and that, that really worked well for them. In that game, Demir Krylock went the full 90 minutes and then was added again to the injury list. Um... He was not added to the injury list uh, against uh, Nor- Northern Colorado. I did see him at the stadium, uh, but he was not he was not dressed. He was not in, in the 18-man lineup um, or the match day squad. Uh, and so it's really concerning that he had just come off injury, won a full 90 minutes in a game that was a complete blowout, and then injured once again. Um, to me, this points to a pattern that players are being pushed too hard. I know you need your captain on the field. I know that Demir is one of the best players in the squad, but unfortunately pushing him back early may have resulted in furthering his injury. Moving into the U.S. Open Cup match, uh, RSL was hosting uh, the newly formed Northern Colorado Hailstorm. Um, They are in uh, USL Championship or uh, USL League One, excuse me, uh, which is the third division of U.S. soccer. Um, brand new team. I think it was either their fourth or fifth ever professional game. So, and you talk about RSL not having cohesion. RSL is a is a 
squad that plays together regularly, that practices together every day. This is a new team. Um, the RSL players know each other better, and it's embarrassing. It sh- the players should feel embarrassed. The coaching staff should feel embarrassed. I know fans are embarrassed by this loss. Um, it was a good goal, um, and a couple of positives from the match are David Ochoa was able to go the full 90 minutes. Justin Glad came back and notably subbed out before the goal. Um, we got to see guys like Everton get a full run out. Um, Schmidt, you know, had another rough performance, unfortunately. Um, got to see some some young guys uh, get minutes that we don't normally see. But there was enough talent in the squad, and, and players were subbed in early enough. Um, some starters like uh, Cordova, Rubin started. Um, there was enough talent on this team to easily deal with it, and it's it is concerning that it felt like a very lifeless performance from Real Salt Lake when this has been the team of heart and mentality, and that's kind of what has been preached by uh, Pablo and the coaching staff, and there was just no evidence of that on Wednesday. On Saturday, RSL drew 0-0 with the Portland Timbers at Providence Park. Uh, Providence Park has been a tough place for RSL to play the last couple seasons, so this is a really good result. Um... Definitely something uh, that can be seen as a potential sign of improvement. Um, we got to see some guys like Justin Gladden get back in the mix for the MLS level. Uh, and that that's a really good thing. In this game, it felt like RSL was able to really start their strongest defensive lineup. You had McMath in goal. Uh, he had a good game. You know, he's, he's had a couple of mistakes recently, which feels like it might be kind of more of a return to the, to the uh, mean for him. But... Um, he played well. We, you had Aaron Herrera on the right. You had Justin Glad and Marcelo Silva paired as in center back, and then Andrew Barodi on the left. Um, and that's a backline that's good. That's a backline that's good in this league. Um, Silva, it feels like has kind of stopped making those reckless mistakes that we often see from him, and that's really encouraging to see in a center back that's over thirty. Um, he's been playing well. Justin is, you know solid as ever. I think it was really good that he got a 60-minute run out um, in the Open Cup. And so it feels like you could see clear evidence of a good back line and how effective that was against Portland's attack. If we're comfortable saying the RSL has figured out some things defensively, which is a bit of a stretch. It's one game. I'm not sure I feel comfortable saying that, but this game indicated the defense was in good condition. The biggest issue is probably the attack. Um, Sergio Cordova just does not seem to want to pull the trigger in front of goal. Um, against Portland, they had just five shots, two on goal. Um, Portland, you know, for for kind of the counterpoint, had 15 shots with five on goal. Um, Portland controlled the possession at 65% and RSL at only 35%. Um, so it was really good that RSL could weather that storm. Uh, especially when they didn't have a lot of the ball. But chance creation, to me, is probably the biggest issue with this team right now. Um, Albert Rusnak was never replaced. There needs to be some kind of playmaker in this team, and we just really don't have one right now. Um, it seems like the the main ways that Real are attacking are going up the wings and cutting it back or playing it over, and that just has not been effective. Um, I think this game is evidence of that. Actually, the last several games are evidence of that. Uh, RSL has not scored in their last three games. 
With this result, RSL are still above the playoff line in sixth place in the West. They're um, averaging 1.44 points per game. Um, they are on 13 points, uh, which is you know not too bad. They've they've played um, nine games, so it's not not terrible. Uh, they have three wins, two losses, and four draws. In non-game news, David Ochoa has been called up to the Mexico national team. Uh, so he was not in the match day squad against Portland, despite having played in the U.S. Open Cup, um, simply to give him more time to travel for camp. Um, so it's exciting to see him uh, get an opportunity with Mexico, certainly deserved. And as, as he's coming back from injury, hopefully he's able to uh, get some minutes with Mexico. In Monarchs news, they played to a 1-1 draw against uh, Timbers 2 in Portland. Uh, it was a game that ended in a shootout. RSL did not did not win that shootout, but I, I believe the rules are you get a point for a draw, and if you win the shootout, you get an additional point, which I think gives Portland two points. Our, uh, the Monarchs just won from that game. Uh, that means so far this season, the Monarchs have two ties and two losses. Uh, it's been a rough start for them. Uh, but hopefully they're able to turn it around as RSL guys are coming back from injury. That means some of the um, bench players that we've seen for RSL can now be freed to play with the Monarchs, and then that should have a knock-on effect of improving the Monarchs' results. Their next game is a home game against St. Louis City 2. That's at 7 p.m. on Friday the, the 29th at Zions Bank Stadium in Harriman. Should be a great, uh, good atmosphere. Um, I think it'll be the first time I get out to a Monarchs game this year, so really excited to see them in person. RSL's next game is against the LA Galaxy. That is on Saturday uh, the 30th at 1.30 p.m. at Rio Tinto Stadium. The Galaxy have had a good season this so far. They are third in the West, sitting on 16 points. So far, they have had five wins, two losses, and just one tie. So that'll be um, a good game, a competitive game. It'll be interesting to see how RSL can hold up after kind of a shaky week, but certainly a game to look forward to at the Riot. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week with more RSL news.